0: Welcome to Revealing Men, conversations that pull back the curtain, revealing the inner lives of men. I'm Randy Flood, psychotherapist and director of the Men's Resource Center of West Michigan. I'd like to welcome Brian Mulder uh, to the Revealing Men podcast. He's a therapist here at the Men's Resource Center, so welcome, Brian. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. Brian's interest uh, and abilities in working with men were heightened during his internship experience here at Fountain Hill in the Men's Resource Center. He counseled uh, a wide array of men dealing with sexual functioning issues, anxiety, depression, past trauma, relationship struggles, substance abuse, spiritual confusion, and just general life transitions. Um, Brian currently provides individual and group counseling in the Transformations Program, the Men's Resource Center's Comprehensive Sex and Pornography Addiction Treatment Program. Um, Early in... Brian's professional career he's he's got a quite a history to share with us um, in a good way. <clears throat> Brian worked with churches, community organizations, serving teens, young adults and families while focusing on mentoring and supporting young men. He then went on to pursue creative endeavors um such as starting a small business, doing custom woodwork, touring the US and Europe while Europe while performing music as part of an intimate living room concert series. He has also pursued pilgrimages like adventures crossing the United States on a bicycle and traversing the breadth of Michigan and Spain on foot. Um, these interests and experiences led us into today's discussion on how counseling can be like a pilgrimage to men <clears throat> interested in personal transformation. So Brian and I had a conversation about this and uh, and he thought, man, this parallels pretty well, Right. Yeah, And so um, welcome, Brian, to, to start this conversation. I was thinking that you could share with listeners maybe a little bit about your own experiences with pilgrimage. Um, I mentioned a few of those and how it has informed your life and work um, as a therapist and as a human.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it started as a kid. Um, my family grew up in a small town and we would walk and bike everywhere. So that meant... Uh, we would walk to church Sundays, a mile or two, twice, (laughs) twice on Sundays. Oh, yeah. Just ride our bikes around town. So I think that just that seed was planted of uh, bike, walk, move Mm -hmm. slow. There's intentionality there in my family. Um, And I think in college, I remember my first uh, kind of (laughs) pilgrimage-like adventure was I'd worked at a summer camp. And it was a hundred miles from where I was living, and I thought, I "Wonder if I could bike there." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I uh, people were like, "What? You don't? You're not a biker? <laughs> what are you, right. you going to do that?" And I just had this feeling, of like, "I think I can do it." Um, so that was just that was my first experience, and I did this hundred mile ride. My old uh, steel frame Schwinn Traveler road bike. How many bike.
0: speeds? How many speeds?
1: I think it was like a ten speed. Oh, wow! It was. It was Enough, it worked, yeah, yeah. and I it was brutal. I was <laughs> incredibly so. I don't even think I had gear, I don't think I had bike shorts or anything. Probably so not, it was rough, <laughs> but I remember that experience, and, and it was so satisfying. That wasn't a pilgrimage per se, but um, it was like an intentionally challenging trip, yeah. And I remember that kind of was the beginning of that, um, recognizing the value of, um. Choosing something difficult. <laughs>
0: right. Um, so how does that, right, just that, how does that parallel with counseling, mm. choosing something difficult or um, intentionality?
1: Yeah. I, I think counseling can, can be or mm. usually is difficult. Yeah. I think of... Uh, Especially if it's
0: working. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think a lot of the, just the picture of like a, a glass of water uh-huh. with some sand on the bottom... And counseling can feel like shaking up that glass and stuff that had settled is uh, aggravated or I don't know if that's a good word, but it's activated. Right. And and it's tough. And I think it's kind of built in that there's struggle. Right. And it can be painful. Yeah. And that's part of the process. Uh, And I think it's an important part of the process.
0: So when you were... Maybe fifty miles into your bike ride on without your biking shorts, <laughs> and you started getting you know feeling the sore sore rear end and chafing or whatever <clears throat> that was uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but for some reason, the intention was no, I'm not getting off my bike. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to endure this discomfort or pain to get to this goal for. And there's something about. Counseling is something where, you similarly, you're like okay, I, I'm going to have some discomfort and pain and stress and such, but there's there's a purpose to it. There's a reason for
1: it. Yeah, like they do meaningful discomfort. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, meaningful discomfort. Mm-hmm. I think of, I think of pilgrimage. That's, it's meaningful discomfort, and I think the discomfort is essential to the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so with that 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 idea was planted and led to uh um, after college, a number of years after I had an opportunity to do a a bike trip across the u s okay this time I had some gear <laughs> um, and that was my first that felt like like a pilgrimage
0: with with a group or yourself, with or? a group, okay, yeah,
1: with a group, there were i think seventeen of us. You start on the east coast, or West? we started west coast. Okay, in uh, in California, San Diego, Is that on the coast. I think so. Yeah, I think of yeah. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. And we biked to uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, <laughs> and that was uh, an incredible journey, and wow. and it felt like like a pilgrimage, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and after doing that, there that ignited something in me, and I thought, um, I. I love doing this. It uh, also the satisfaction of recognizing, like, I can do hard things. I, I can right. be disciplined, mm. um, and recognizing, like, that's a struggle day to day, is now still. Right. Um, so I found that intentionally choosing a journey to go on is there's just a satisfaction right. of oh I can I can do this right kind of forcing myself into yeah. it yeah.
0: And so, again, trying to always weave in this parallel mm-hmm. um, with counseling. And so it's, it's a pilgrimage. If you were to um, make the trip across the United States mm-hmm. analogous to counseling, you know, you've got hills to climb. You've got, mm-hmm. and then there's times where you coast. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's times where you're riding a <clears throat> long and boring mm-hmm. uh, landscape. And I'm just wondering if there's a parallel with, you know how counseling can go and these cer- certain sessions can be a certain way or mm-hmm. something that's that, that's kind of where I was going with that thought.
1: Yeah, and I think mm. yeah, the idea of pacing. Yeah. That it's not always uh, so in on a big trip like that, you're not always just doing the grueling uphill climbs. <laughs> right. Uh, and the grueling uphill climbs, you end up on a peak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's thrilling. And I think of on that trip, I remember early on crossing the first mountain range and 80 miles uphill, and then the sun was setting and we had 10 miles of switchbacks and coasting down. Mm. And I remember just this feeling of just exhilaration. Mm. It was euphoric, exciting. And I think so with, in the counseling journey, It's there's the same, there's different, there's times that are the uphills of just, this is hard work, right? And it feels like just that, like slog. Right, uh, you're in first gear and you're pedaling, and there are times that there are times of breakthroughs, of exciting uh, realizations, events, yeah. discoveries. Um, and that's also part of the process. It's also exciting, right? E- fun, even <laughs>
0: right, right. Uh huh. Well, what do you think? You, you mentioned. Um, I heard you talk about the value in slowness mm. and the quote i i heard you say is the the soul moves at a walking pace. Mm. Yeah. So what is it about, you know, and again in our consumeristic culture and kind of immediate gratification, mm. you know, it's like someone could come in to counseling with, you know, I got a problem, we're going to mm. fix it, you know, two two or three sessions we're we're going to be all set. Yeah. And what is where you see the value of slowness?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that idea and i don't know where i got that quote from it's probably a a <laughs> a, a misquote of sorts but, That's okay. I, but it I works like that idea. for me <laughs> yeah and i was thinking yeah. about i i walked here this morning to kind of get in the okay. uh, to get in the that rhythm of it's an hour walk and i mm-hmm. move slow and um i think good things are often slow things so with counseling yeah it's if if we just come in and say all right i got this problem and I want right. to get rid of this problem, and I'd like it to happen quickly. Uh, the growth is in moving slowly through that, mm-hmm. uh, in understanding, and and it's often a slow process. Right. Um, think of how, how long our, our issues take to develop. Right. <laughs> I've been developing my issues for 38 years, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Uh, it's a slow yeah. process of, of tangling and the untangling, I, I think it's, it It is usually a slow process, yeah, um, and that's kind of a revolutionary idea currently that we don't like slow things,
0: yeah, we look at <laughs> you know it's like slow, fast, mm-hmm. it's like fast is considered better, you know, it's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can fly from San Diego to Myrtle Beach. Faster, so why don't mm-hmm. I just do that? Why in the hell would I want to ride my bike? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Which, you know, if you need to get to an event um, or you need to go visit someone, you only have, you know, five days available, flying, you know, might be convenient. Um, you know, using a microwave sometimes can be helpful to heat mm-hmm. something up, but there's, there is something that is missed mm-hmm. um, by just focusing on faster is better.
1: Yeah, that makes me think of another, a a small journey. I was in Israel, Mm -hmm. and uh, we did a a long hike up this mountain, Mount Er Arva. I can't think of the the name of it exactly, but we hiked the whole day and got to the top, and then we saw there was a road on the other side, (laughs) and there was a bus that had just driven up that road. And they like quickly looked and they were there for 10 minutes and saw the view and left. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> and we got to the top and we were there for a couple of hours because it's like, okay, I walked all the way up here. Yeah. And it's this, it's an inner journey takes time. <laughs> mm. you, can, you can get to the same place on a bus, but the real, that's why I think this, the pilgrimage idea and the connection with counseling is it's, it's an inner journey. Okay. And, um, and when things are easy, we don't undergo that same journey. Mm. (laughs) Um, so so I I think of that picture of getting to the top and we could have gotten there another way. Um, but in a pilgrimage, the, the traveler has changed. (laughs) Yeah. And, And the difference between like tourism and pilgrimage. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, pilgrimage is it's about the outer journey, and more so about uh the inner journey yeah the, the inner landscape the right transformation
0: yeah, you say that um the inner outer journey how how outer geography can change our inner geography mm-hmm. um and um, so say a little more about how the why the body matters mm-hmm. or that you know inner journey,
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. what we do with our body Mm -hmm. does matter yeah (laughs) um yeah we so often just live in our live in our minds um and i think the idea of when we can do difficult things with our body uh and and move slowly Mm -hmm. um it it changes the way our changes the way we feel yeah changes the way we think um that when we move slow and, and we move our body, um, it, uh, we feel things. We feel the landscape. We a uh, More intimate
0: relationship with our bodies with that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I think of yeah. uh, just stepping into yourself in a way. Mm-hmm. And part of that value of slowness is realizing where you are um, noticing, and uh, when we're, it also makes a difference in how you're doing that. I think if you you can you can also be walking and mm-hmm. uh, and be very unaware <laughs> and have your headphones on yeah, yeah. and right. It's, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and so the whole idea of that intentionality is um, being present, moving slow, mm-hmm. feeling things with your body. And it often involves pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and I, and I think that that in the groups that we run here, and just even doing individual therapy, and then you think about the journey of intimacy, and how, you know, romance is is quick, right? Mm. It's 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 fast. You know, you can see someone across the room that you're attracted to, and you know, woo, you know, it's like intoxication and infatuation. So that's more um, rapid. Um, but the journey of intimacy and really getting to know someone mm. is slow and a little clunky. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it takes time. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's built. Mm-hmm. It's not something you just discover. Yeah. It's something you build. I love the idea of intimacy, is, intimacy is built. And to build something well, it takes time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ready-made. I think in a way, it it needs to be slow because how can you know someone uh, that you just met? (laughs) Like, the process of getting to know someone uh, takes time. Getting to know yourself takes Mm -hmm. time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, and to do it too quickly Mm -hmm. is to not give it its proper, um, it's allowing it Reverence, the delicacy of, mm-hmm. of intimacy and mm-hmm. trust is, you know, seeing someone as trustworthy over time rather than just giving trust too quickly. Mm-hmm. And so all of that is 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 slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And therapy can be slow. Um, you know, we talk about engagement and sometimes just building rapport before you can do the work, you know, is... Sometimes people get impatient. It's like I'm not going to take you to deep places or painful places until we have a more secure relationship here.
1: Yeah, until that trust is built. Of yeah. like, because that healing happens in relationship. Yeah, as well, um, and that is a big part of of the healing. It, of what it is. Yeah, um, I love the idea of in in a counseling setting. I'm I'm a fellow traveler. <laughs> That kind of reframes the process too. Of it's not well, you. It's not a consumption model of Mm -hmm. uh, well, I I give this and I get this. It's Mm -hmm. we are on a journey together. Yeah. (laughs) In counseling, I'm fellow traveler walking alongside, and I've got a backpack full of tools from my training and experiences. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might pull them out, but it's. It's a journey that we're on together. It's a it's a container. It's mm-hmm. a a safe environment to go on that journey. So I, I love yeah. the idea that I'm uh, alongside, maybe walking a half a step behind. Uh, the person I'm working with leads the way. Um, I go there with them. Right. They get to decide the pace. Um, but that takes time.
0: <laughs> right. Do you ever have to, I mean, I think in my experience, this, there are occasions where... You know, in therapy, where that's that rapport building is giving them the chance to pace and stuff. And then there's times where you see that they're kind of stuck and they're standing still, frozen, and kind mm-hmm. of like they just they. Well, maybe if I go out in front of them and mm-hmm. kind of metaphorically t- take a hand, kind of mm-hmm. you can, we can do this. You know, there's something. There's something pretty beautiful on the over here that I want to show you that we can get to, but we have got to walk through this thorny patch or this edge of a cliff here.
1: But we can do this together. Yeah, there's you often know. nudging. Yeah, or like, hey, how about we go in this direction? Mm-hmm. You, how's that feel? Mm-hmm. And it's always uh there's never any forcing. It's always right. You're not like drag them no. to the, no. <laughs> through the always,
0: thorny patch. It's done
1: gently, but but yeah, that's a big. A part of it of, of yeah. nudging and saying like yeah hey, I think there's probably some real value in this direction mm-hmm. you want to explore a little bit yeah mm-hmm.
0: and, I, and I would imagine in your, I mean again going back to that metaphor of pilgrimages there's times you probably have stories you may want to share one that comes up but just a time where it was miserable or it was boring or it was something that and you had this Maybe you had a mentor, you had someone who gave you a nudge or gave you a vision of, hey, Brian, this is where we're going. You can do this, is there something that comes to mind? Yeah, a
1: whole bunch of things. Yeah. <laughs> so my my first like real what felt like a pilgrimage was mm-hmm. an actual pilgrimage in uh, in Spain, um, called the Camino de Santiago. Have you ever heard of that? Oh. Familiar? It's, what part of Spain was that? Um, it crosses all of Spain. All of Spain, okay. Um, so this is a pilgrimage that's been happening for thousands of years. Okay. It became a, a Christian pilgrimage, I think like the ninth century. Um, it's called the Camino de Santiago. It's the, the Way of St. James. Okay. And it became a Christian pilgrimage because I think the Santiago was the rumored burial grounds of the Apostle James. And so it became a Christian pilgrimage. But before that, people have been hiking this, thousands of years. Mm. Uh, I think, I don't know what century BC, but, um, there's a, on the West coast of Spain, a town called Finisterre, which means the, the end of the earth. Mm. Uh, and because it was the furthest known Western point. Sure. You're gonna fall off the flat yeah. earth type of thing. Yeah. And people would go there right. to, they'd walk to the end of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this tradition of, uh, at the end of this pilgrimage, uh, People would burn their clothes hmm. and jump in the water as this symbol of rebirth. <laughs> okay. So that's how this pilgrimage route started. And people have been doing it since then. And they come from all over the place in Europe, their homes. Um, and one of the main routes is called the, the French Way, starting in uh, the very south of France, a um, town called Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port. <laughs> okay. Um, and so that's the one that I did, the French Way. Started there and crossed Spain. It was 30-some days, 900 kilometers, which is 600-ish miles. Yeah. And that journey was wildly exciting and just one of the hardest things I've ever done. Mm. (laughs) And there, so we wake up at 4 a.m. And so many mornings, I'd wake up and think, I don't want to walk. Yeah. (laughs) That's not what I want to do today. And everyone starts heading out the door, and it's like, well, that's what I'm gonna do. That's, that's how I'm getting home. <laughs> right. Um, so all kinds of moments like that. Um, but when I think of one of the most difficult moments, so so I did that trip. It was incredible. Right. Um, and then a few years ago, I thought I'd like to do something similar, um, but I don't want to have to fly to another country or. Um, so I decided to do a walk across Michigan. Mm. And I started on the east side in Port Huron. Had friends join me throughout. I remember the first day, a couple friends dropped me off and walked with me day one. Yeah. And it was a hard day. We walked 26 miles <laughs> and then they left. And I woke up day two and I'm by myself. Mm. And I hurt everywhere and I thought, why am I doing this? Yeah. This is so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> It just hurts. It's not fun. And I like, there was a point at the end of the day, I had like, I had to just like pick up my legs, like step, uh, step. Mm. And I remember this feeling like, why am I doing this? Mm. And I had to get there. I had to get to my destination, to the campground. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then somebody was meeting me the next day again. So, It was this communal thing. So I think of what kept me going was having this goal that I had to do and other people joining me on the journey. So, Mm. hey, keep going. Here we go. Keep going. And that's
0: so much, you know, as we begin to wind down, is Mm -hmm. that our idea of, the group work that we do and the individual work that we do and i i can now have a better vision of how you use your pilgrimage experiences and apply it to your work with men is this idea that some of this is is ref, reflective contemplative you're by yourself and mm-hmm. feeling feelings and such and sometimes you're with your therapist individually who's pacing with you and then all then there's sometimes you got a group of people that you're, that's saying, you know, I know this is hard, but come on, you know, we can do this together and we can talk about tough things together. And it, I'm seeing the parallel mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit more clearly as you talk.
1: Yeah. The, the journey metaphor is talked about mm-hmm. almost every week in group. Yeah. Um, And it's moving from the solo journey. Yeah. Isolation to, let's journey together. And everyone's on their own journey. Right. But so much of what the group is is guys encouraging each other in their journeys and saying, all right, what's next? Yeah. They all, everyone starts at different points. Yeah. Saying, all right, what's the next step? Yeah. And it's uh, two steps forward, one step back. Two Mm -hmm. steps back, one step forward. Right. And to have, to be a part of a community, Mm -hmm. to move from this Isolation and often shame, and to be at a place where that's what we do. Right, we we share our struggles. Right, we talk about them. We bring them right. out in the open. Yeah, um, and just have other guys say, "Keep going. Yeah, it's worth it. Uh, this is part of the right. process." <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like when you think you're at the edge of your earth and you you're done. There's someone else who knows mm-hmm. that there's more world to travel. There's more geography to travel, more inner geography to travel. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of being with, you know, a therapist or a group is that you have someone that um, can say, "No, you don't have to stop here and take off your clothes and burn them. This is not the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. There's there's more to see. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a round world, not flat."
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the end of every journey, pilgrimage, you return to your life. Yeah. And like so, that's and that's the real work. (laughs) Yeah. So with with therapy, with with groups, it's that's its own journey. That's Mm -hmm. training in a way. Mm -hmm. And then we go back to to our our life. life. Yeah. And we're transformed. (laughs) Yeah. And we show up in a different way. Yeah. Um, So that's the the real pilgrimage. The real journey is is the return is the day-to-day mm. and returning as a trans- transformed person. Yeah. That uh, returning and being more aware, more compassionate, more connected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I hear you speak of the journey is ultimately about coming home and bringing what we learned along the, on the journey um, to home, to our return. And th- and that's therapy parallels that as well because our clients do go home, go back into relationships that are not with us, back into community that's not with their group. And they have to transition and apply what they've learned. Um, their newfound skills, their newfound um character buffing off the flaws in their character and so that's an interesting point too that this journey is ultimately about going home and that is into our lives well thanks for coming and talking about this and and the work that you do with the guys they're blessed to have your presence and that wisdom that you bring into this work well thanks brian
1: Yeah, thank you delighted to be here yeah
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Revealing Men. If you're looking for more information about counseling, coaching, and consultative services, please visit the Men's Resource Center of West Michigan online at mencenter.org. Also, feel free to contact us on our website if you have questions about this segment, ideas for a topic, or would like to be a guest on the Revealing Men podcast. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a rating so others can find us. Be well and have a great day.